Returning to the Artichoke Music Cafe with me today is Third Angle New Music Artistic Director, flutist Sarah Tiedemann, a coffee shop conversation's favorite. The 22-23 season has been announced, and Sarah is going to tell us all about what looks to be a very exciting musical experience for everyone, musicians, and listeners. After a couple of years of the pandemic, you might say this is the first year she's been able to spread her wings and put her stamp on all things Third Angle. Everything from the Spruce Goose to music to be played to a 1930s silent Chinese movie. Let's find out about the whole season from Sarah Tiedemann. You're back. I'm back. That's We're great. all back. We are. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Better than we were before. I'm not so sure about well, that. Well, <laughs> not locked in the house. That's, yeah. that's But you have put your stamp on third angle, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's finally I don't know if I wanna say settling down and jinx myself, but um this is the first this upcoming season is the first full season that I have programmed entirely myself that will hopefully happen. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great. <laughs> it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> it is. It's not your fault. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I came in with part of a season already programmed. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We're doing it finally. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be, you'll, you'll, you, have you carved out a place for yourself and your flute? Um, I will be playing some of the time, <laughs> not all the time. I don't think people want to hear flute on every show. Um, I am actually branching out. I'm not just playing the flute next season. God really? help us. Whoa. I'm playing the iwi. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Iwi? Yeah, it's a wind synthesizer. Really? Um, that you blow into it. It looks kind of like an electronic clarinet a little bit. Oh, so it's that's, that's like one of those uh, keyboards that you blow into. Kind of, but it actually has... Um, spots where keys would be that uh -huh. you press yeah. similar fingerings to to a flute. Yes, you can actually switch it between different wind instruments fingerings. It's wow. close. It's close enough that I'll be able to do it and also distant enough that it's confusing and I'll have to work on it and for it makes, the year. And what kind of sounds does it make? You can program a wide variety of sounds. Huh. Yeah. So the the show we're doing it on is a Philip Glass piece that's kind of spacey. I love that piece. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a thousand airplanes on the roof. Yep. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yep. I love that piece. I've got the original uh, in a recording of that. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to play that over and over and over because it's over and over and over because it it's is. Philip Glass. It is. And it if is you can play over. anything over and over and over, it's Philip Glass. It is an over and over and you over. You could loop it and then you'd never know it stopped. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. This one has an actor i suppose we'll we'll get oh, to yeah. the show in a minute but it has an actor and the actor is not on the album so wow that will be an interesting addition. really what does the actor mm -hmm. say um so the the plot will work backwards on the season yeah. so that one that show is going to be held at the evergreen aviation and space museum i know that's so exciting yeah with 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 uh, uh, the the um the big plane there yeah spruce goose the spruce goose yes Howard Hughes' little baby. Yes. Well, not so little baby. Well, I know. Gigantic baby. Gigantic baby. Um, yeah, we'll be right under the tail. They're moving some of the planes out of the hangar to wow. make room for us and That's for the great. audience. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Have you been inside? I've been inside the hangar the and plane. inside the plane. You yeah. have? Mm -hmm. Did you sit in the cockpit? Um, I 
stood in the cockpit. They're kind of <laughs> cautious about what you touch. <laughs> but I've been in the cockpit, yes. Yeah. And are you a big fan of The Aviator? The movie? Scorsese movie? I have not seen it. Oh, you've got to so, see it. I you don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, they yeah. Ju I just expect movies to doctor with the truth. I don't know. But Maybe it's I'll Scorsese. See it. I know. Well, I'll watch it just who, for is, who else in the, in the world except for David Lynch is, is supposed to doctor with things? I would actually love to see David Lynch do a Howard Hughes movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, the, the, the Scorsese movie is fabulous. Okay, it really okay. is. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch it just for you. I have oh, watched some since you're going to be there in the cockpit, and some of that movie takes place in the cockpit. Well, for the show, we won't be in the cockpit. No, I just did but a you've little, been there. Yes, I did a little yeah. recon. Um, <laughs> we'll just be under the ta tail. Luckily, yeah. we can fit in a lot of people that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're doing this 1,000 airplanes on the roof, Philip Glass work. Wow. That's hardly done. I think it's only been done a few times. Yeah. Um, which has uh, wind synth and flute doubling, which Ooh. I'll be doing. There's actually a bass clarinet in that part, too, but there's no way. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I am playing the bass clarinet. So Why we not? have to split that part. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not oh kidding. Oh, my you. gosh. I played the clarinet for three weeks in fifth grade I tried to switch <laughs> from the flute and it was just such a honking squeaking nightmare oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to uh, master that that fast. so who's gonna play that Lou DiMartino I don't know him um he is fantastic he's uh -huh. uh, principal clarinet in the ballet and the opera and uh, also in the Hawaii Symphony uh -huh. and he lives here so oh nice yes we go way back we went to grad school uh -huh. together uh -huh. so he's playing that and then there are a couple of um doublers triplers playing saxes yeah of course and uh, yes and then um a couple of synthesizers of course uh, uh yes indeed <laughs> uh soprano uh -huh. in a very kind of spacey soprano part that reminds me of the opening theme to star trek the original series <laughs> um that was actually originally sung by linda ronstadt fun fact he always used linda ronstadt yeah. It's amazing. I always, I, I, uh, you know, uh, she, she never gets any props for that. I know. It's, it's a really hard part, too. Yeah. Very hard. We're lucky Arwen Myers is singing it here because uh -huh. she can pull it off. But yeah. yeah, I showed it to a few people and all the singers I showed it to went, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, he doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's an actor. All of this people, people just, I mean, a lot of people have different kinds of, of memories about Linda Ronstadt. Yes. You know, yes. mostly guys when she was in that uh, that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> My hippie girlfriend looked just like Linda Ronstadt. Wow, congratulations. It was amazing. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah, um, we probably won't have those outfits. Uh, uh. <laughs> we'll probably do our all black. Well, she didn't She didn't wear that outfit when, right. she, when she did the original anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, the the big star in all of this is the actor, and I can't say who it is yet, and oh. it's driving me crazy. Maybe wow. I'll tell you off air. Oh, um, but the, the plot, in addition to the great music, uh -huh. is that um, there's a character named M, uh -huh. and M has is remembering being abducted by aliens either he has been abducted by aliens or he's having a psychotic break and thinks he was abducted by aliens or else he's just really high and thinks he was abducted by aliens <laughs> and you don't really know which one um wow. but it yeah. takes you through a whole journey as his his marbles are being lost um uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's gonna be oh really boy. cool That's and there's great. obviously a parallel there be between M and Howard Hughes, who well, yeah. similarly lost some marbles there. At yeah. The end. Oh, if you yeah. only had seen the movie. 
Well, I then watched, I could, then I watched I, documentaries. I know, but then I could go, way of the future, way of the future, yeah, I don't way know of the future, <laughs> way of the future, way of the future, because that's what, that's what he does in the movie. Okay. At the, that's how the movie ends, as a matter oh, of fact. Yeah. Okay. I know he... Spoiler alert! In his later years, <laughs> he'd been in several plane crashes. Yeah. And Oh, the plane know... crash scenes are spectacular. Okay. It's a great movie. Okay. Sarah, I'm telling you. Okay. Have I ever steered you, you wrong? You have never steered me wrong. <laughs> I will watch The Aviator. I know he was um, uh, in his movie room, I, this theater for at home time. for a long time. Long time. Oh, that's it. Stacking oh, and God, restacking yeah. Kleenex boxes yeah, yeah. and oh, sitting that's, naked. That, that scene's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... And um, what's the name? The guy who played um, uh, Trump on Saturday Night Live, Alec Baldwin, oh. has a great role as a villain. Because okay. Baldwin is not only is Baldwin a villain in real life, but <laughs> so he knows say. how to play a villain. Yeah. yeah so anyway. Amazing. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll check it out just for When is that? Um, that one is in mid-May next season. Oh. So. Yeah. Wait and a minute. You mean not this May? No, no, no. The following May. No, oh. I, I'm not going to have the E we learned by okay. next weekend. <laughs> I, I just got it. Okay. No. Well, let's since let, you know you're you're here to talk about the new season. Heck yeah. So let's let's go down the whole the whole because I did okay. I did this with Peter Damon too about the the blues festival. Awesome. And he just we just I always do that with with uh, with uh, people who do these. I had um 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 Meg Samples in here. Mm-hmm. Because you know she she runs the Portland Jazz. It's all women now running things. Hey, you know it really is. <laughs> we get stuff done. You know it's funny because um, uh, Third Angle was was known as was run by a guy who you know I mean I loved him but you know then, and here you are here Portland Jazz Composers Ensemble was all men except mm-hmm. for Mika Brugerman mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and then you and then me yeah Eric came along Great. yeah Third Angle <laughs> currently has. Me and uh, a female executive director, Carissa right. Burkett, who yeah. just started a few months back. And then we have a female board president now. So yeah. the ladies are taking over. <laughs> the CEO of, of, of All Classical. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's fabulous. I've had her on here a couple of times. She's great. She's really great. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, what's her name? Uh, Susan. Her name. Susan. 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 I can't remember anybody's name. Oh, God. Cut so this. that's the. Uh, Suzanne Nance. Suzanne Nance. Yes. Suzanne Nance. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I have an excuse. Okay. Well, you're going to cut. I I have the amount of memory cells I must have <laughs> lost in the past two years is amazing. And yeah. I talked to other people who are yeah. having the same thing. Yeah. Definitely cut that though, because I feel bad. No, 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 no. It's that's okay. Oh no, I don't want her to hear it's it. It's okay. She she understands. Okay, Suzanne. Nance. She does. I do know the her name. best because she's from Philly. I'm from Baltimore. Okay. When I had her on the first time, we 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 did the Baltimore and Philly accents with each other. Oh, did you? <laughs> she does. The best female NPR voice in history, because she's the the woman who does um, um, Fresh Air. Yeah, she 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 does that she does that voice perfectly. It's hilarious. It's just the me- it's the best. Amazing. Anyway, <laughs> so let's 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 run down what the the, the, the this is this is this what are you calling this 2023. Yep. Okay, and when does it start? Uh, well, the first of our regular shows that we've announced is yeah. in late October. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Well, yeah, time we to, have a few other sneaky things. In the time store, to click on the, the the link that's right on this page. Yes, and indeed. Get, and get some tickets early. Indeed. Well, let's. What's the big reveal? Okay, so the big reveal um, is happening at the Omsi Planetarium, Ooh. which we've been in a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, 
but this one is special. Uh, we are first doing a piece um, by an indigenous composer, a Chickasaw composer named Jared Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has written a string quartet called Reveal, um, which is obviously what the show is partly yeah. named after. Mm-hmm. That is so stunning. I can't wait for people to hear it. Wow. Um, and then there are two premieres being revealed. So wow. one of them is by Gabe Kahane, the Oregon Symphony's creative chair. Mm-hmm. And then the other is by Chris Cerrone, who people might remember from our Elliott Smith show uh-huh. a few seasons ago. He was uh-huh. one of the composers who reworked some Elliott Smith pieces for uh-huh. us. Uh-huh. Um, and that Cerrone piece is actually also for... Uh, clarinet and string quartet so james shields from the oregon symphony is going to be with us on that one wow yeah it's going to going to be great and that um gabe kahane piece is uh built around works of paul clay the artist and so you know it's a good opportunity to have those visuals in place nice um yeah that's that's uh constructed around artwork and then uh chris throne's piece is really linked to architecture um he was in the in the uh, Mediterranean, lucky him <laughs> looking at architecture, and it inspired the the work. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, very very exciting way to Boy. open the season. We love playing in the the planetarium. The acoustics in there are very cool. I don't know if you've seen a show. In, in what there. way? Um, it reminds me of the uh, Christian Science Church in. Boston, where you could mm-hmm. stand in one spot and whisper and hear it across the room oh, like right. someone was whispering in your ear. Right. There's a very strange effect from the dome shape uh-huh. um, that it lends itself well to uh, playing music and having the whole audience feel close. Not only are they uh-huh. kind of physically close, but yeah. the, the sound is just kind of the same everywhere. Wow. It's very cool. Huh. It's like that place in, in, uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, what's the name? Uh, the uh, the the uh, the old music organization. Oh, I'm not sure. You know, the, the I can't remember that either. The, in, in Portland. In the middle, I'm so confused. The the, the the organization that plays old, old, old ancient music. Oh, like Portland Baroque Orchestra. No, no, older. The other one. Anyway. Vocalists. Yeah. Oh, in Moliere. Oh God. No. <laughs> it's okay. You said Middle East, and I was picturing, you know. No, there was Iran. A, there was a, there was a building. Yes. There's a there's a building in I believe near Iran. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. Then I thought you were talking about here on the Inner East side. No, you, no, no. Oh my gosh. No, there's a building in the Middle East. They actually um, uh, uh, there was somebody recorded music there and it was processed. Okay. By by you know somebody at Berkeley or something like that. Cool. Anyway, anyway point is that, that uh, that sounds great. That sounds like uh, uh, man. Yeah. Very excited to Jeez. get back in that space, yeah. and then obviously we love premieres. We we co commissioned both works. So, really? Yeah. So it was your idea. I mean, I'll take credit <laughs> for it, but <laughs> actually, for both of those people came to us and said, yeah. "You know, we want to work on this thing. Would you be interested?" That's great. So, yeah. Well, you know, somebody has to say yes. Yes, and we love co commissions. Isn't it great actually. to have to be able to say yes? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. We And we love co-commissions because so often, you know, it's in vogue and, and more fundable to commission a piece. Uh-huh. And then it's not as in vogue to play pieces that already exist. So when yeah. you got this commissioning consortium, you're already guaranteeing repeat performances and a piece is more likely to have a life beyond just that mm-hmm. premiere. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And then... 
Caroline Shaw, Shaw, who you've probably heard of, and So Percussion. I bet you've heard of them, too. Uh, Caroline's become a regular on our seasons. Um, Actually, she uh, was the last show we had pre-pandemic. We had her to town. I think those shows were March 5th and 6th. Oh, jeez. Right before, I think the shutdown was the 12th. Yeah. Oh, man. um, that, That was very special to us for lots of reasons yeah. and then we um just had a show with her i've lost track of time but in april um and that was kind of nice because you know the pandemic's not over over but right. it was nice to have it as sort of a bookend yeah to okay yeah. here we're back we're doing a full season next yeah. year god yeah. help us knock on wood right. um so yeah that was fantastic she just won her third grammy and she has a pulitzer and wow. you know she's the it girl so we're glad yeah. to have her back next season that'll be our first ever show at the Reeser arts center too that's good that's an interesting place isn't yeah. it yeah yeah it's so beautiful it's so there's so much wood in there yeah which you know my husband and i like to remodel our house well like we remodel <laughs> our house ourselves a lot and the prices of wood is crazy so to look up and see all of that that they had luckily locked in the price on before the price went up i did ask but it's just wood everywhere even smells Mm -hmm. good in there (laughs) and then i i just played in there with portland youth philharmonic Mm -hmm. which i was as funny as it sounds um i'm an alum and they had a student who couldn't do a show so i got to sit in with my old youth orchestra that was responsible for a lot of my formative years. Were you amazing. there when Oregon Art Beat came and did a story? Uh, you mean back in the day? Yeah, when you were playing with them. Maybe. Because um, I did that story. That was like <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That would be around the time. That's There's, interesting. It would be funny that. if you were there. Maybe. Do you remember what we were playing? No. Oh, okay. Was it right before we went on tour to Australia? I have no idea. Okay. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely remember what I ate for breakfast. Let me ask you something. Are there percussionist jokes like there are drummer jokes? I mean, probably. <laughs> I just feel sorry for all those folks. I wonder if when they started, they realized how many bands they were going to be loading in their lives. I can't imagine. I, I mean, I picked up the flute in fifth grade because I wanted it to fit in my backpack so I didn't have to sit at the front of the school bus. And boy, has that paid dividends yeah, later in yeah, life. Really. Yeah, yeah, poor percussionist. When I had Meg Morrow samples in here from PJCE, mm-hmm. she's, she's a drummer. And she actually knew some drummer jokes. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So then after that, you got the Thousand Airplanes on the Roof. Yep. Which we talked about. And that's in uh, May to close out our concert season. And you know, it's in McMinnville at that Evergreen uh, Museum. Mm-hmm. And that's McMinnville is also where they have the big UFO festival. Do you know about this? Yes. Second biggest one in the country. Yes. Next to Roswell. <laughs> so, you know, we feel like we're on brand for that show i think the the mcminnville folks are happy to deal with aliens well who isn't i i mean i'm a trekkie from way back oh, yeah, so well. i could not be more thrilled there you go yeah yeah right and you know i mean uh did 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 you see the congressional hearing which one they just had oh, one the, last uh, week the one about the aliens yeah. i haven't watched it yet oh. but it's on my list to do <laughs> next weekend yeah i mean apparently i did see they don't use the the term ufo they have a different right 
different right. abbreviation. Well, thank, thank goodness, because yeah. you would just think you're nuts. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, everybody <laughs> thinks you're nuts if you think they're well, aliens that's, yes, anyway. that's true. I'm convinced that, I'm not necessarily convinced they've been here, but we cannot be alone in the universe. There's no way. No, there's got to be something better. <laughs> it just has to be. Here's hoping. This couldn't be it. Yeah, you know? I mean, Star Trek, the... Here, I'm going to wax poet. Last time I was here, we talked about David Lynch, and now I'm talking yeah. about Star Trek, so people are getting an insight <laughs> to what's going on in my head. Um, but, I mean, the the human race is meant to have have figured some stuff out by the time Star Trek rolls around, and, and <laughs> that's a nice thought. Even in the show around this time in human history, everybody had kind of lost it and mm-hmm. was being horrible, and then yeah. things fell apart, and then they came back together, so... You know, here's hoping. <laughs> or you could have George Carlin's attitude. Yeah. Which was the opposite. Yeah. Well, <laughs> something to be said for that, too. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so then in, in uh, January. Yeah, so that was the concert series. Those are kind of our bigger uh-huh. um, bigger shows. I don't know if that's the so right what are word these, to use. What is this other series? Yeah, so the... Concert series is more site-specific, and then these tend to be our, the um, studio series is our more intimate shows, uh-huh, generally. Uh-huh. Um, and also, we've kind of spread it out, so we're presenting one artist uh-huh. doing their own stuff in each series. So the first, um, the concert series, that's Caroline and So Percussion, uh-huh. and then for the studio series, that'll be uh, The Goddess, who we'll get to in a second. Um but yeah, we're opening the studio series in late January with a show called Self Portrait. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how much you've talked to musicians so far about their pandemic experience, but I'm sure you're aware. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> very aware of what yeah. it has been like. And you know, just in general, we tend to be on the less neurotypical end of things. Right. Often, right. Um, you know, your greatest strength is your greatest challenge. Yes. So. Um, so that show is kind of related to the pandemic situation and the effect it's had on artists and Ah, just also like what we deal with in general, you Mm -hmm. know, high depression rates and, Mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, club club owners not paying you and (laughs) things like that. (laughs) Well, that's certainly a thing. Yeah. 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 And just the creative processes. Yeah. You know, I had Steve Berlin in here from Los Lobos. Mm -hmm. He, he, he had discovered an entirely new way to play the saxophone and he was struggling with it but he was he was at it and at it and i don't mm-hmm. know what the i don't know what the outcome was mm-hmm. but uh and there was another guy who was uh, 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 uh derek sims the trumpet player yeah and he he found a, a completely new way of breathing when he played the trumpet did this happen during the pandemic yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying yeah, yeah that's yeah. what people these, these people were, were were dealing with during yep. the pandemic they couldn't 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 gig yep so it's, and it's and um, and again with 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 Derek Sims it was very 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 difficult mm-hmm. you know so what 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 what's the what's the show going to be yeah so um, two composers we've worked with before mm-hmm. Nina Shaker and mm-hmm. Aaron Helgeson mm-hmm. have both been really outspoken about mental health struggles so mm-hmm. um, Nina suffers from OCD and mm-hmm. Aaron has uh, major depression and mm-hmm. so um, I'm not outing them they've. <laughs> Published things about it. I understand. Um, So they we're incorporating some works by them that are related to like compositions they did during the pandemic or things that they've written earlier or later that were already tied in with mental health. Um, And we'll feature three solo performers: myself, our percussionist Chris White, and a fabulous violinist Sayami Park. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
the three of us are each playing independently kind of to reflect what it was like during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Thank God we're not playing into the iPhone cameras. We're playing for an audience. (laughs) So there's a vast improvement. Um, And then we're going to have interspersed uh, some artist testimonials about what their experience was like during the pandemic, what their particular um, Uh mental inner world is like. Um, And then, you know, I, my, my visual art inspiration in life is Yayoi Kusama, mm-hmm. um, a Japanese artist who's known for kind of large polka dot, um, really vibrant artwork, both sculptural and painted. And she also makes these infinity rooms. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen these. Mm-hmm. You stand in them. They have lights and mirrors, and it's it's almost like a fun house, but the most beautiful wow. room you've ever seen in your life. And you get to go in for, what was it, 60 seconds and you're just immersed, they close the door. It's wow. just you huh. in this room looking around and it's a whole different world. Um, huh. and so, th- I mean, that is is the most beautiful thing I've is, ever seen. Will, I, will, will there be drugs dispensed? There will not be <laughs> drugs dispensed. And we're not gonna have her artwork because she's a really big deal. Um, but she, she has a pretty severe mental illness wow. and the polka dots she makes are kind of what she sees. Um, and so she lives in a residential facility and then has really? a studio directly across the street um where she just goes and mm-hmm. makes art all day and then um wow. but she really is i mean that's another case of like what's really really hard for you what yeah. makes something spectacular that you can share with the world so yeah. um as kind of a communal art project we're planning mm-hmm. to have um some uh, wall decor with some polka dots and w- the <laughs> audience will be able to come up and kind of draw their own um, reflection on mental health or on wow. the pandemic. Wow. Um, so I'm uh, not to interrupt my season discussion, but kind of more broadly, you know, my vision for where music and art are going um, is that we're We've been in this period where people are wanting to be immersed. Mm-hmm. Immersion is yep. the kind of one of the big buzzwords right now. Yep. And, you know, that's something we've been doing for quite a while with our site-specific sure. works in particular. Sure. Um, but I'm observe, observing first in the visual arts, and I hope leading into the musical world, that people don't just want to be immersed now. They want yeah. to be immersed and then create art from within the immersion. Like mm. if you look at people going to these mm-hmm. um, Van Gogh exhibits, yeah. they want to go and, and see it. And they also want to go and take their video. And mm-hmm. a, a lot of that's tied to social media. But yeah. also I think people are just starved to create. Um, so I'm trying to create within our season opportunities for people to do that and to be deep in what they're watching, but also to be able to make their own own art as an extension of that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a, a big foray into that that artistic that's, world that's view. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited yeah. to explore where that will take us. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it, the the combination of of like poetry and music is it's that's that, that's that's been going on for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, um, I've been involved in readings and stuff with musicians, and it, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. One time, there's David Vest, one of the great, last of the great boogie woogie piano mm-hmm. players, and he got he got into Sun Ra. He got him. He immersed himself in Sun Ra, mm-hmm. and 
and he knew that I had interviewed Sun Ra, and I was a big fan. And uh, and so he asked me if I would read Sun Ra poetry, along with his blues band playing uh-huh. Sun Ra compositions. Amazing. Well, the first time they ever did that was amazing. It was a it was a uh, it was a benefit for Paul Delay after Paul died, and it was just blues fans. Mm-hmm. And you know, blues fans are kind of stuck in their own thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so all of a sudden they start playing Sun Ra. And I wish you could have seen the looks on the faces of the people in the audience when he started playing Sun Ra. What kind of but, looks were those? Uh, shock? Shock. Yeah. Horror. <laughs> okay, I was wondering <laughs> if it tended toward like, wow, or and, oh. No, what, okay. is, what, what the fuck is this? Okay, you got know? it, anyway, got it. So anyway, so... So I mean, that's a, that's that's great. That's that's, that's a wonderful thing. So yeah. uh, okay. So okay. So then the goddess. That's the other one we're um, presenting. So that's Min Chao Fen, who is a pipa player and vocalist who we've presented uh-huh. before. A few, few, I don't. I was going to say a few years ago. I guess it's been several years ago at this point. What is time? <laughs> no, it's it, everything is messed up. Everything is messed up because those two years don't you? They don't count. Yeah. When you're thinking about things. Yeah. There, there was there, there was nothing there was there there's nothing there there's nothing there in that two year period yeah nothing just bread and gardening <laughs> um, yeah so she was here whenever we did a show at the Chinese Garden which could have I mean that could have been six eight years ago by now I, I'll look it up for you later yeah. um, and she plays with a guitarist Reza Bisi mm-hmm. and she's taken a Chinese silent film called The Goddess and kind of come up with her own live soundtrack to it wow um, it's beautiful and like powerful and her voice is yeah, yeah. um she'll just wail it'll be amazing that's great yeah. i love those things i remember when when um philip glass came to town one time and they played live the ensemble played live mm-hmm. along with koyana scotsi mm-hmm. live oh that didn't amazing. miss a beat it was perfect oh. it, was, it was amazing it was like you know it was like the movie and they showed the movie and they, they played along with it that is such a dream to go see. It was. It was. Absolutely. I'll never forget it. You know, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember anything else, but I remember that. <laughs> that's the one thing that's stuck in your mind. That's true. I understand how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> what a season. Yeah, we got one more too. Yes. Um, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Va, which we think is very funny. Yes. Um, uh, Yo-Yo Ma, but with better legs. I, she's probably going to kill me that I keep saying that. Um, so, and we have to give credit to her husband for this nickname. Okay. That's her nickname at home. Um, well, he's entitled. He is. Yeah. Well, yes. it's a great nickname too. It is. Um, so Valdine Richie Mishkin, who's our cellist, uh-huh. um, is doing a solo show. I've been trying to give um, different members of our kind of core group uh-huh. solo shows each year. So Chris White did one um, just pre-pandemic, not very uh-huh. long pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, so now it's Valdine's turn. And this one is extra cool because we're working with some equipment um, that a local organization called Space uh-huh. creates that takes sound and translates it into visual Ooh. effects. So they, they have some lighting equipment uh-huh. that we'll set up behind Valdine that as she plays different notes, um, it's a light up. show. It's a light show, and it's for the deaf and, and hard of hearing. Really? So, yeah, we're trying wow. to be more accessible this year. We'll have a, a sign language. It's not for hippies? 
It's, I mean, it's for hippies, too. Everything we do is for hippies. Everything. Absolutely. I'm a little bit of a hippie. Um, well, I was a real hippie. There you go. Well, I'm maybe I'm more kooky than, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll have a sign language interpreter at the, um, the uh-huh. Spruce Goose show, uh-huh. and we're just trying to nice. really make ourselves as as accessible as possible this That's year. Great. So yeah, the lighting's going to add a whole extra layer of, yeah. of what's going on. I'm very uh-huh. excited about that. Uh-huh. And that'll be at Oregon Contemporary. Great. Formerly Disjecta. Really? Yes. It is now uh-huh. Oregon Contemporary. And Contemporary what? Art. It's still, oh. it's, it's, <laughs> the, they just changed the name, but it's, That's you know, good, because yes. I never liked that name. Yeah. Oregon Contemporary kind of tells you what you're, yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Disjecta yeah. was kind of like, it's, it's a neg, has, it was a negative sound. Because of the dis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oregon Contemporary is good. We like that one. Now, where are they located now? It's the same. Same place? Same spot. Yep. Really? Same spot. Just off is the interstate. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. It's great to see that they're still around. Yeah. They've they, been around for a long time. We did a, an installation there just in March uh-huh. that was so cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're... That was in the smaller gallery space, and then we'll be using the bigger uh-huh. gallery space. But there will be art around, too, because they'll be having visual artists um, in the gallery as usual. So, Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. I mean, the whole season sounds like a great deal of work. Why, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we're getting ourselves into. But it's into. so good. I mean, what a, what a wonderful you know, opportunity to work on it. Yes, all. exactly. Jeez. Yeah, and, you know, all this pent-up expression you know um and i have to say the philip glass show under the spruce goose is the most exciting the most excited i've ever been for anything in my life wow ever and therefore you must watch the aviator okay you have to (laughs) just for you you just have to you'll like it Okay. Try I, it. I, You'll okay. like it. Oh my gosh! I did watch a six, an old sixty minutes segment. Yeah. Was it Morley Safer? Um, uh, where they were interviewing people. I think. I think it was when Howard Hughes was kind of holed up in a yes. hotel in Las in Vegas because he owned everything in Vegas right. for a while. And after the mob. And people were already kind of trying to align themselves with with who would get things when he passed yeah. away. Yes. And at some point, Morley Safer's in the was it him is in the car with someone and they're pretty sure they're being watched i mean it's a whole it's a whole deal so i am just so excited <laughs> that's great well yeah. scorsese's better than morley safer well fair yeah and i i'm dying to tell you who it is oh. being the actor but oh. just trust me that it's okay pretty pretty amazing it's, it's not well, alec baldwin no it's not alec baldwin <laughs> although he does the new york philharmonic broadcasts did really you know oh yeah i do yeah. know that yeah yeah so yeah. he is a classical music lover. even after the the shooting um, you still do him? i don't m- maybe not lately right yeah. maybe not lately maybe not lately but yeah. um i'm more excited about this person than i would be about alec baldwin whoa i know okay yeah wow yeah well, we'll just have to wait. You'll just have to wait. Until I turn this off. Okay. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to... You can't tell anybody that. I won't tell anybody. Okay. Nobody. Okay. I'll tell everybody. Okay. No, I won't. I promise. I okay. promise I won't tell anybody. It's all I can do not to tell everybody. I know. To. Of yeah. course. Naturally. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Wow. If you... You, you need to go sit in the... In the, in the, in the you need to go back and, and go up in the cockpit and sit in the seat... Yeah. 
that Howard Hughes sat in when he was flying the plane. It's so crazy to even been, be yeah aboard that. You know, oh, they, I've been in, I've been in it. They have. Did you see the beach balls? It's it's got a bunch of beach balls in it. And I asked the docent why, and she said, "Well, he realized at the end that there there weren't some floaty things in there, so they <laughs> threw in a bunch of beach ball." I'm not kidding. Oh my God, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. That's a sight. <laughs> I mean, it's not full to the brim or anything, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's twenty. Just in case. Just in case. You wow. never know. I mean, it didn't didn't go well, very he far. Crashed all, he really had crashed a lot of planes. Five, I think. Yeah. 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 And the I can't remember what the disorder he ended up with was called, but it's when um, your nerves become so sensitive that if anything touches yeah. you, yeah, it, yeah, there's pain. Well, plus the OCD. Yes, but the, apparently the the pain thing might have been why he sat huh. around naked all the time. Huh. So he didn't want anything way touching him. Way of the future. Way of the future. Way of the future. <laughs> Hopefully the way, way of the future, of the future is way not future. everyone <laughs> sitting around naked stacking Kleenex saying, boxes. Saying way of the future. Yeah, yeah. truly, truly. <laughs> but I mean. Uh, yeah. I forget who plays Catherine Hepburn, but she was fabulous. I don't remember. All I know is Leo. Leo, Leo but you know, well, of course, you know, he was. And also, who was the other? Who's the other wife? Uh, not Anita Eckberg, but somebody. Not uh, anyway. I need to keep doing my Howard Hughes research. You do. Yeah. You do, especially. And part of that should be watching the movie. Well, you are nothing <laughs> if not persistent. Who me? <laughs> I promise. And as soon as I watch it, you'll get an email. Okay. Good. Okay. Because you'll like it. I'm. I probably will. You really will. I'm, I'm no, sure no I will. question. It's a great okay. movie. It's Scorsese, for Christ's sake. <laughs> okay. How could it be anything else? Okay. Even Scorsese's bad movies are good. Okay, fair. Or <laughs> certainly better than other people's good movies. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Just for you. Well, listen, congratulations uh, on putting your stamp on it. Thank you. Because you are all over this season. I, yeah, between the sci-fi and the mental health stuff and the, all of it, I, Yes, the season is more me. And I have um, bipolar 2 disorder, and so I'm wow. really excited to um, do the mental health show in particular. I mean, yeah. also the Spruce Goose show is mental health oriented sure. in sure. its ways. Sure. But um, I think it's good. I think people picture um, mental health issues, and there's kind of the category of, like, you know, depression and yeah. anxiety, and people are comfortable with that. Right. And then there are the things like bipolar disorder, right. autism that seem yes. yeah. um, people have ideas of what category those fit in and what right. they look like. Yeah. And they're they range so much. Yeah. And there are so many people living yeah. very functional right. lives. Are you a Maria Banford fan? I, I don't know. Should I? Be? Oh, yeah. OK. She's a she's a stand up comic. OK. Who I has a long, long, long history of mental problems. OK. She's fabulous. As many stand up comics well, Do, I mean, let I, it I mean out, well, you know? in a different way. I mean, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. You know, she's she's recognized hers, unlike most stand-up okay. comedians who just don't who don't really understand, yeah. don't really really realize yeah. that they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, artists. <laughs> I mean, I consider stand-up com yeah. comedy to be an art yeah. form. For Me, sure. I'm just stupid. Oh, please. <laughs> no, you have no idea. I have no idea how stupid I really I am. I truly doubt that. Oh no, no, no. People say that because that's I I, I can I can hide it. Okay. <laughs> I was always able to hide it from from therapists. Okay. Easily. I'm not buying this. All you have to do is bit. all you have to do is entertain them. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not buying it. But <laughs> whatever makes you whatever you need to say is fine. <laughs> but I think I think that another thing to note is that probably everybody has a thing. You know, yes. whether it's like 
autism or a high blood pressure or yeah. and it's all just your body doing its its yeah. way you right. know so right. it's so interesting that we see the categories as yeah. aligning the way we do when yeah. you're all just one big clump of systems and right. bacteria interacting with those systems yes. and all, all kinds of things so right i don't know whatever 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 <laughs> anyway maria banford you should you okay. should definitely check her out okay because i got a lot of homework now you do okay <laughs> <laughs> sir thanks for being here i really oh appreciate gosh. it really appreciate it your time and, and just best of luck with the season i hope every show sells out thank you Thank and, you. Uh, I I love coming to talk to you anytime. Oh, listen to that. Look, at it's like theme song music, but it's your phone. It is. <laughs> it is. It's my phone. It's Barney Miller. Perfect. That yeah. fits right in. It is. Yeah. Well, I so appreciate the chance to talk to you just in general. And, and um, yeah, I love telling you about the season, too. So yeah. thanks for having and me. And as we like to say at the end of all these, that's entertainment. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>